This is Talking with Strangers. I'm here with Amanda and hey we're chilling. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, guys, we were just talking about how we, we're all kind of dorks. And yes. it's when you can see someone who's like embracing their inner dork in public. Beautiful. It's pretty, it's pretty beautiful. It's legendary. It's legendary. You respect it. Yeah. So, Amanda. Yes. You have this Spotify song out, Confessions, Just wanna... yes. yes, shout out. Um, I do, I have some songs out on Spotify, um, working on getting some more out there. Confessions and Victims are out at the moment, so we're excited for my babies, so, yeah. yeah. What really got you into music? I know that's a very broad question. That's a very broad question. Uh... It was kind of an always thing. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was that kid that was seven that walked around at recess kicking pine cones and making up songs and got a little bit made fun of for it. You know what I mean? That's just... You have to... Yes. It has to just be who you are. You know, whatever you do. So... And I, I, I so resonate with that because we all know there were certain kids in middle school or elementary <laughs> school that like stood out but I look at those type of people now and they're just like crushing it yeah um I uh I think people are very different and embracing people like we tend to I think sorry I'm kind of nervous because no literally <laughs> okay no I think yeah you're awesome literally we just want to hear from there's you. like the norm and then there's like everything else and we always assume that this is there's one right way to do things but like there's so many different ways and usually people who are doing something very different they're just like they actually do something really cool because we never thought of doing it that way so like I don't like to think of people as outsiders like I think they're just yeah yeah right the, if anything the outsiders are like the ones that know something very different. like much so yeah and they're like super in the rabbit hole of this like fascinating concept 100% um, kicking pine cones kicking pine cones <laughs> did you grow up here? I did not I well so I'm half Palestinian half American I was born in Palestine Fine. I moved a lot growing up yeah. I was in Seattle from like 6 to 10 so 4 to 10 so kicking pine cones was <laughs> was that big um, then I moved back to Palestine yeah. so it was yeah okay well, were there pine cones in Palestine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so I think <laughs> there weren't. They don't have well, some, maybe a little bit, but not like Got enough it. to like make it a habit. Yeah, yeah. So for everyone listening, Amanda and I met because I think it was what like two weeks ago. Yeah. Or, or it, it was when it was nice outside. Yeah. Um, and actually, kind of similar to what's <laughs> happening here. Yeah. Someone was performing. Amanda was performing in the science center plaza, and. I just heard this voice from like uh, across the yard uh, as I'm biking all the way through <laughs> and it's just this like amazing uh, like full voice and then I'm like okay I have to whoever is, whoever is singing <laughs> I have to go yeah so <laughs> oh my god so guys my friend um my friend was giving me she gave me a flower and as I passed her, she gave me the flower, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, okay, I have to give this flower to you the person like who's singing. You were, like, one of the nicest people I've ever met. This kid is so dope. He was so supportive. I was like, I need more people like this in my life. And then he was like, can we interview? And I was like, hell yes, please. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> that was seriously dope. Yeah. What, what, what were you singing specifically? Do you remember? What was I singing? I think I was singing Runaways. I think that was really yeah. Okay, and you had, you had a crew with you too. I did. I had a crew. Yes. I had a I had a few other musicians. We were vibing um, that oh, day. I love that. Eric Westling, Gavin Rushing on piano, uh, and Victoria was on drums. But it varies depending yes. on the situation. We all love you. You all just <laughs> make the band. Do you guys play together often? Um. So Eric has had played with me for a while. It was summer, but. 
so a lot of the musicians I usually played with were out, so I was swapping out, but um, they're all very, very talented individuals, um, so yeah, it was a vibe. For, for other people who are scared of maybe expressing themselves mm. so eloquently or so just authentically and really yeah. coming into their person, what advice would you have for them? I would say just do it. I think um, that was something I struggled with growing up. Like, um, I tried really, really hard to fit into a box that kind of everyone else put for me for a really long time. I really tried, bro. Uh, and it was not working. I could not do it and get out of bed at the same time. Like, it wasn't working. And I was going to study, like, political science. And I was going to, like, you know, and it just... As soon as I, like, let that go and was like, we need to accept that that's not who we are. <laughs> I got, like, 20 times happier Hell in yeah. life. And everything started working better. I think you just got to cut the cord. That's the hardest part. Being yeah. like, well, bam! Uh, <laughs> cut it! Cut it! <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It Do so, you resonate with that? Do you I, feel I, like... Very much so. So, actually, for everyone listening... Uh, I was a runner. I was a runner for all of high school. It was my thing. Yeah. I was on cross country and track. Um, you know, it, it was like a part of my identity. So I, my success, my kind of personhood was tied to that. Um, and I didn't really think that there were other ways I could be successful. Because uh, I didn't really explore other ways. So I came to college and I was so blessed to run for two years and really like see if I could maybe turn pro or just improve a little bit and it just it just didn't really pan out for me um i i loved running i loved you know getting up at like 6 a.m and going for a 15 16 mile run uh it's just you get in that flow like i'm sure you've experienced you just get in this meditative state where like you, you lose awareness of everything and you're just completely present um i was very addicted to that feeling i still am but i'm realizing that there's other ways that one can get this um so I'm not running anymore. You know, I'm taking time away from the team. Yeah. And I would say it was a box that I willingly put myself in yeah. for a while, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, okay, I have to do this and, and, and this is who I am. And I, I was too afraid to change and too afraid to, okay, what, yeah. what would life look like without it? And yeah. finally I started exploring. I started doing more of this. I'm like, wow. I love running, but I don't miss it because yeah. I know that it's it's a part of me, but it's not it's not me. Exactly, bro. I respect you so much. That's so real. Very few people can have a conversation about this, by the way. I feel like um, there are so many other ways we do put ourselves in boxes. There are so many other options, but like we can't see that when we are yeah. like, but it has to be this. Yeah, exactly. you know? yeah. It's, no, it's like you. it's so nerve wracking. I was thinking, okay, when am I ever gonna like? I'm never gonna quit running. It's it's. I can never imagine my life without it, these sorts of thoughts, <laughs> until a couple weeks ago. Uh, it, again, it's not like anything against running, but it's more so I've, you know, there's more to life. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's been very liberating. And like you said, the 20 times of like putting it, just, you just feel like the weight just off. Yeah, 100%. That's what it feels Did like. Did you feel, you felt better after I feel so much better and, and who knows you know maybe you might go back I might go the back the point yeah. is it's not about like my. it's not about whether or not yeah. you run it's like yeah. it's about being like can who am I without this like who could I be it's you can always love running but it's yeah. like it's the fact that we tend to think our identity like we have to be a certain way when they're I don't know like you don't have to stop loving running but look at you doing so many other things that's amazing I respect that Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, in whatever way I can inspire other people to kind of go that, do that thing that they're afraid of, yeah. take that first step. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest thing. Doing just the smallest action. Yeah. Oftentimes, just doing that will lead to maybe for writing this a paper or a book, that one cent will lead to two. Yeah. And you're like, ah, screw it. And you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> and you start going. And <laughs> you just keep going. And then you again, you lose, you fall into that pocket and you lose yeah. awareness. No, for sure best thing ever no 100% so going back to the story when I heard you singing I was like this is what this is for like this project is for trying to get in the minds of people who are doing this type of stuff 
and understand and learn. Um, <laughs> no, for sure. I, I wonder what's going on over I'm here. I'm really curious. It's, uh, I do see a cross. I know. That's why I'm thinking. I don't know. People are. It doesn't sound like English. Yeah. It sounds like beautiful. Another language. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's a good one. Okay. And I'm sure you've, you've definitely thought about this. Okay. I don't want to assume, but maybe you have. So, this picture. I'm losing the cinematic effect. Yeah. Have you ever thought about just like the world and the fact that we're just kind of on a rock? Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, for real. Do you realize how little we know about the universe? Like everyone goes around. Do you ever sit and think about that? Like we walk around and we pretend we know what the fuck is going on. We have no fucking idea. This could be a scam, okay? The number of times... No, they have like no... 99% of the universe, we don't know what's going on. We're like... And everyone was like, oh, there's no aliens. Are you insane? Like, that was like a thing. Until I was 18, people did not like accept that, yeah, of course there are freaking aliens. We just don't know where they are. Like, they pro... It's crazy to me because we're so ignorant. And like... We don't think that about ourselves, you know? But we are, like, and obviously there are amazing people doing amazing things and there's such intelligent humans and we have learned so much, but like, it's not about, it's like how little, it's just a time factor. Like, there's no way, we have no idea what the truth is, but we like look at things and we're like, oh, no way. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to rephrase that sentence? It's <laughs> like, they're probably going to come get us, like, tomorrow. <laughs> it, it just seems like, it's just so plausible that there is something else there. Ah, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there's most definitely... It, and it's like when, like, shit happens that... Okay, that's weird. Okay. And, like coincidences or things are like people that it. say stuff. That you want me to get really weird? Okay. Yeah. Have you ever had like a psychic experience? Yes. Okay. Well, same. I went to college, and I was like someone because like my mom was always really into like meditation, all that stuff, yeah. and I was like, no, I don't believe it. But you know, do you? And then I went to college, and I was like in a dorm with two friends, and this whole thing went down. And since that moment. I have never looked at anything the same. If someone comes to me and is like, yo, I think this might be happening and like I'm getting the and I'm like, listen, I don't know. Like I can't promise you that that's true, but I can't promise you that it's not. You know what I mean? Like it's very possible that you're right. Like I I don't know. I don't say no to things anymore. Like you never know. Yeah. So I was actually doing one of these. Um and I, it was it was it was two weekends ago. Um, there was a football event, there was a football game, and people were going to it. And I met Grace. Grace was walking across John Weeks or uh, Anderson Bridge, the one that connects over there. And I saw her. I was like, oh, like what's up? Hey!" And we, we yeah. did one of these. And we, we started talking, and all of a sudden, a butterfly mm-hmm. comes right around, like right around us. I hear you. It's fluttering around. And she's like, no, and, and this is as she's talking about butterflies. So she's like, oh, so, because I asked her, hey, you know, what do you think about playgrounds? And as, how do we make playgrounds for ourselves? We have them as kids, but where are they now? And she says, well, my, my room is a playground. I have butterflies that I have hanging down from the, from the ceiling. Grace is butterfly woman. And all of a sudden, and it happened twice. It came back again. What? Yeah. On a bridge in the middle of like the traffic and everything. No. It was, it was, I think it was a monarch. Yeah. Dude. That's only one. That's, <laughs> other no, I get that. <laughs> no, I believe you. Like, I really, she, I don't know what, there's, I don't have Grace, to say Grace, we love anything. you. We love you, She's Grace. a legend. Yeah. She probably attracts them with her aura. Like, I'm not even, I don't know what that is. I'm not going to speak on it, but I, I hear you. Wow. Yeah. Um, what are the chances? No. Very, very low. That's beautiful. Um, where have you traveled? Where have I traveled? Uh, okay. 
so I'm Arab and I was in Palestine. I was I lived in Egypt for a bit. Um, I've been I went to visit Japan once in high school, which was really really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when you when you were when you were in Japan, yeah. What did you start noticing about yourself, given the fact that you're just in this new environment? Uh. I think I thought the okay. So this is gonna sound yeah. weird, but the food was really awesome. But like the coolest part for me was like I'd seen the Middle East a lot. Okay, so what it was, it was like they were so different in their ways and everything they did. Like they just came up with different ideas. Like their food was completely different, and the you know the ways the streets were structured, and you know, and it was like interesting to realize how many creative ways you could do the same thing. Like I think that's the beautiful thing about culture. Like there's so many ways, and like they're so different and unique, and they all get the same thing done, you know. But like, just in and there's art forms. Like people have spent decades perfecting and centuries perfecting art forms that are for foods or for clothing and stuff that are just completely different. Like that's inspiring. So the art forms in the world and something out there. I think there's some way they're all connected. Like spirituality? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The number of times I've had a friend tell me that they've written a song and the thing has happened after they wrote it. Like, yeah, like, I, I 100%. <laughs> no, this is my theory. So, I think that when you're creative or when you're, like, really in the zone for anything, it's like a spiritual, it's like a higher self. And, yeah. and I think that yeah. because I feel like you're totally. more connected to the truth totally. so like I'll write a song and I will not understand it until months later and then I'll look back and I'll be like wow you really thought that situation was going well but you clearly recognized when you wrote this song that it was definitely not but like you couldn't understand it at the time yeah. I think we all have like my dad used to say he was an atheist but everything's everyone has different opinions um, he used to say God is a is in all of us like, is, and I think that's very true on a level you know like there's a part of everyone that goes there you know it's about mm -hmm. like finding what triggers it for you trigger. yeah the trigger the trigger yeah the trigger can be triggered by other triggers other people's triggers very they true. are triggering yes <laughs> so yes. what the reason why I love I love doing this is because I all of a sudden, you are sharing something that triggers you to happiness, to the abundance, to the mindset you speak of. And then it inspires me. And I'm like, damn, man, it's got going on. Like, I don't. But, <laughs> but thank you. And like, we can all learn from that. And that's, that's why, <laughs> when, when we're thinking about this, this rock we're on, learning. And yeah. there's so many. There's so many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, I'm taking a class in cultural evolution, and what the professor says, his famous line is, "It's not from our individual geniuses where we derive the secret of our species. It's from the collective knowledge and wisdom." So true. So true. And anyone, I feel like, who's been famous who's famous as a contrived word, maybe who's had an impact on other people, I think they realize, like, for, 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 they, they come to that in some way. And then all of a sudden they're just learning from people and if anything they're giving more than they're, you know, like, and it's that expression that I'm trying to work on and you're trying to work on and we're, we all have our little areas in which we do that. So true. I, uh, you learn very quickly that it's very difficult to succeed on your own, you know, in any environment, that people who can communicate with others and connect with other people and bring them into something bigger than themselves, that's how you really succeed. And um, everyone reaches out in their own, but, you know, the ones that really know how to do that go so much faster than everyone else because 
I'm being real and it's amazing what a group of individuals can do as opposed to one individual you know um, and what you're doing right now like I feel like it's so important in the world and like if we did that more often on a lot of the global issues that were going on if we talked to people if we just sat down had conversations I don't know I think it would probably be a very different world you know is there any issue personal to you that you feel like this this type of dialogue is necessary for? Uh, I think recently, like, the climate has been, it's, it's like, you know, you see that there's obviously a huge problem and people aren't, people aren't acting on it. And I don't know why, you know, uh, and then obviously just lots of global politics. Like, sometimes it really confuses me. Yeah as to how something can be so bad and like everyone no one does anything like how is how is this continuing you know and it's i think it's what you're it's the lack of connection between everyone and what's going yes. on i don't know i'm just like saying things out and yeah I, i've noticed i'll care any uh, just about an issue more you're sitting there and you're listening to someone's personal story about how this is affecting them yeah. and i think i mean they've done studies on this and that's how you reduce biases and these things is, is through direct exposure with the person and you're sitting and looking at looking them in the eye and communicating about these things because the, the phone is a new invention the way we get that information uh, is very much so second order like it's it's second removed and it's it's awesome like it's great it's it's I mean look look right here yeah uh, but I think it misses that that you're talking about. Like, I'm pretty sure there's like parts in our brain that are actually like wired for connection. Yeah. Like literally having a bee in front of yeah. you and like. No, I like you see studies about like how often it's actually kind of scary and sad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like was... how often you're supposed to be like hugged in a day or like how what? often you're supposed to like have like they say actually our society Contact. is like not built. It's built in a way that actually affects people's mental health negatively because, like, we're supposed to be in the woods. But also, yeah, up in the trees. No, we're supposed to be in nature. We're supposed to be, like, yeah. talking to each other. Physical contact is, like, a really important thing. And, like, we have made certain things wrong, but, like, we actually need those things to, like, survive, you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. You know, because it's true. It is, bro. It's like, true. it's real. I mean... You're walking into the dining hall. You're walking into somewhere where you got your homies there. And you're, like, the ability to just go up to people and have people say hi to you and have like a couple of seconds where you're like, oh, how are you? And that, those little weak ties. Those, I mean, those are important. It's like, I like to think of this, you know, it's a little, people will think this phrasing is weird, but it's, so it's like uh, it's like food in a sense, yeah. right? We get nourishment from food. It gives us energy. It's the same thing with social bonds. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Even if it's just saying hello to someone you don't know, and then smiling back at you, like that, the fact that that has in your psychology, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I did this thing in the summer where when I was running you know, I'd go along the Charles and there's a lot of cars coming yeah. so <laughs> I wave at everyone and yeah. I smile at everyone and then all of a sudden like honks just like waving back I love that and I'm the like shit we're like all here like, like we're yeah. here like this is it yeah like, like this is the tribe and they're saying hi back <laughs> and it's 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 very but the, I, I wonder the mental resistance to me doing that in the yeah. first place was like, oh, what are they gonna think? Again, yeah, because like, <laughs> we're like, it's the number of times people make you seem crazy for doing something that's like actually the normal thing to do. You know? No, I. Sorry, I had a thought. Um, yes, let's hear this. Also, thought. certain people are formed in more need of that than others like it depends on there's like spectrums of like how you're emotionally built you know and if you don't give yourself that it'll take a toll um but like um oh, i'm spacing out there was something i was gonna say 
Yeah, but as a society, we do. We put up so many walls, you know, and it's just peculiar. It really is. What's the biggest? So you're from Berkeley. Yeah. Berkeley College of Music. Switching subjects. Yeah. What's the thing you love about that community? Oh, okay. So like, hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> no, listen. She said, oh. Talking about being an outlier, you can't be an outlier there. <laughs> like, it was like a whole because I was always I was always the kid that didn't go to school, and I was like, I don't know why the hell I don't like this, but I don't like this, and and I went and I found. 4,000 other people who also were like, yes. I'm really too sensitive to like live like this. And I was like, same, gang gang. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's very, it feels like home. That's the best really? part. No, because, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know a lot of people that felt the way I felt all the time. Yeah, you know? I mean, just from talking to you and the time we've had so far, you seem very comfortable in yourself. You seem I'm very not. like... I'm really not, bro. Like, that's what the whole project is about. Like, I was depressed as hell. I was, I'm so anxious. I still am, but I come across really confident for some reason. I don't know why that happened. It's just like an unfazed. That's what I noticed. It's like I don't know what it is. Do people say that? (laughs) All the time. And it's really, like, I didn't realize that until later in life. I'm really not. Like, I could be, like, shitting myself. And people are like, you look so calm. Yeah, calm. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, can it stop? So, okay, where does the the calmness switch? Do do your friends bring it out? Like, bring out, like, the the crazy Amanda? Or the... I'm trying to think. (laughs) I'm sure they do. Well, do my friend... Okay, wait. What is crazy? First of all... Okay, give me a second. Now I really have to think. For example... This campus stresses me the hell out because I'm very intimidated. <laughs> but like, oh, it here? doesn't come across. I don't know. Like, maybe that does. It's I or like I can be in a situation. <laughs> don't. What is don't okay? What is crazy Amanda? What is crazy Amanda? Yeah. Uh, I am very sensitive and weird. I'm like a pretty weird person. I have like a really weird sense of humor. But be that's, strange or be forgotten. Exactly. So that's that's like a, yeah, friends, people who are live with me or people who will see that I'm not as, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Tell us about a funny story. A funny story? A, a really good night. A funny night that occurred in Berkeley College of Music. Wow, you're really putting me on the spot. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at not doing that. No, it's okay, <laughs> that's curious. a really, that's a good skill. Yeah. I just, so I don't, I don't really drink or like party that often. I don't do that. And so a funny, yeah. interesting night. Um, <laughs> just like where you're just laughing, like your ass off. <laughs> where I'm laughing, okay, so I had a roommate, Bryn, and she would just, I feel like this isn't going to end well. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't. <laughs> we don't have to say. Can I? We don't have to say. Can I skip? <laughs> yeah, I skip. Pass. Uno pass. Or what is it? The reverse pass. Like a weird thing about me yeah. would be memes. I'm obsessed oh, with memes. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with memes and it's how I got through high school. And okay. like my friends would get upset at me because whenever I didn't like what was going on in class, I would just like spam them with memes. <laughs> And it wouldn't be everyone. It would be like a group of a small group of individuals, and like I was communicating via meme because that's how I like my sense of humor. I don't know. So like, if so, you know me, I will probably send you memes. Show me your favorite meme. Show you my favorite meme. Yeah. <laughs> They're all really cynical. I just okay. So there's a SpongeBob one. Listen, where he uh, he has hearts over his eyes and like around his head. I don't know if I can find it. One sec. And, um, okay, wait. I mean, this one. Have you seen this one? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Just this one in general. <laughs> Post Malone one. No, wait. What is it? Where he's just like. <laughs> he's like. Ah. So everyone is making me. No, I love it. <laughs> Um, Everyone, we're looking. I, I showed her the Post Malone uh, concert photo where there was a a female in the audience exposing her breasts 
Is that what was happening? <laughs> yeah. And some some cameraman caught this rapper's face, Post Malone, in the middle of him like being that surprised, is some like of the wow. Most beautiful honesty and humanity. That is gorgeous. And so um, everyone on the internet is making memes about it. I'm trying to find the. So basically, SpongeBob is just saying like it's like when I have to cut off my favorite toxic person, and then. He just looks really sad and he's crying. I can't find it. And it was like, and I'm, everyone's like, you sh- I don't know. I should take my stuff more seriously, but then I end up just posting really stupid sh- things with like the Eiffel Tower behind me. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I love it. Right. <laughs> Can you actually send me the post yeah. alone pick them? Yeah. Because that's like really special to me. <laughs> um, no, wait, have you seen the one in Chicago Air Airport? Of the... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone who listens to this podcast, comment on the Instagram what your favorite meme is. See, and this was only funny because of the context in my life at that time. But in retrospect, <laughs> wait. Ah. You found it, you found it. And it's not that funny, and then people just get upset at me, but like, I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know, I just. You got out of hinge. I'm telling you, like, it's real though. Like, you knew it was happening, but <laughs> you couldn't. God. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh wait, I gotta show you this one. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, everyone who's listening. I hope I hope you're laughing or enjoying our. This you is, should this look is, at some memes. Yeah, look at look at some memes. Sure. Okay. So, okay, this is good. Um, so after I show everyone, after I show Amanda, I will tell you what it is. Singing some beautiful music over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited it's not even funny. <laughs> like, it's unhealthy. <laughs> I want to show you one more after this, but I, I don't want to. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, cue it up, cue it up. My cousin. Um, I have a younger cousin who I'm very close to, and she uh, found out I was sad, so because she knows I like memes, she just spammed me with a bunch of memes about me trying to make you feel better, and one of them was like, me trying to make you laugh, and then your sadness, and it was like a truck and a little kitty trying to like push up the wheel. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I saw this like two years ago. <laughs> I'm not drinking that. <laughs> so everyone, the meme is <laughs> me putting my foot in down, <laughs> me putting my foot down, and telling my friends I'm not drinking tonight. And it's a picture of a the little a, a, a door lock with the slider instead of a metal piece. It's a Cheeto. <laughs> the Cheeto is just chilling and, and as the lock. Someone really tried. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. They were like, "You're not getting through." <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Also, uh, just I don't I don't I, I'm Cheetos. <laughs> Just uh, on the topic. Of on the topic of Cheetos, just the human ingenuity. <laughs> it's a it's a Cheeto blunt. <laughs> yeah. They they pack the top of the Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> smoking the Cheeto. Um, uh, I like memes because they communicate things we all know, like we can all relate to, but it just indifferent. Why do you think? Okay. Just like being philosophical here, why do you think memes make us laugh? Or like, yeah. I think because they're so relatable. I really do. Got like, it. why did that make okay. you laugh? Because you knew that was you, and like someone else was saying it's like something. A, yeah. That, like, <laughs> interesting. No, I, I think there's something there. 
do you think shared human experience of like, hey, we're, we're going back to the dorks thing. Hey, we're dorks. It's, I think, like, for example, when you, it's like telling yourself, like, when you're, there's always, like, a subtext, I feel. Like, the funny part is never the part that's, like, in your face. It's the fact that, like, it's like you tried to put your foot down, but you knew you weren't really, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or it's like, it's like, when I have to end it with my favorite toxic person, like, bitch, you knew, you know? Like, <laughs> so, like, it's like, it's like laughing at yourself, I see it. It's like, yeah. just seeing the truth. I don't know. I feel like so much better. We just laughed for like five minutes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That feels good. It does. I got like I gotta do more of that. Hundred percent. Laughing is the best medicine, bro. Laughing's amazing. Just make fun of yourself more often. Like I, that's what I'm. I don't. I think that's why I like memes. I'm just like I was stupid, but. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Shit. You live and you learn. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm being weird now. No, really no. <laughs> this is where it gets fun. This is actually my real personality. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is great. Oh, cool. this is great. Um. Wait, yeah, what's going over here? What is going on over there? Um, Interesting. So we're looking over, for everyone who's listening, we're looking over at the Harvard Square, and now there's people got signs. I think they say equality for all, marriage, is it pride? I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, the cross would throw me off, but it might be, it might be pride. Do you think of yourself as a tree? Do I think of myself as a tree? Growing up, my mom told me for a long time that she wished she was a tree. <laughs> and I think that fucked with me, so that question, I don't like it. But like, I don't think of myself as a tree. Do you think of Amanda, yourself? Amanda, I wish I was a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it just really confused me. <laughs> I love you, but I, I might have to orphan you. I just didn't know how to grow my roots. <laughs> Do you think of yourself as a tree? I think trees are cool. Trees are cool. Look at these trees. Yeah. Straight up, what if trees had thoughts? They probably do. Have you ever heard of the thing where like, you know, <laughs> where like if you cut a plant, if you like listen really closely, they have like <laughs> stop. I'm being serious. Focus. If you listen really closely, I don't want to say it because I feel like you're gonna make fun of me. No, no, no. You can hear them screaming. I'm being real, and like it messed with the whole vegetarian concept because I think they have feelings. I mean, look at it. I do look think how it big has that feelings. is compared to a human. It's also a lot older than me, so its thoughts it are probably a lot more profound. <laughs> that's some wisdom bro I'm being honest that's straight up okay out of out of all the times I've been doing this yeah that's some of the most insightful shit I've ever heard I'm glad you feel that way <laughs> it's thought it's been here for longer so it's thoughts are probably it probably is like a lot wiser than I am I don't know I think I just want to go live in a forest for like two days now. Probably be really good for you. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like screw the podcast. The podcast. No. Forget these guys. These guys. I'm my real friends. I feel. Listen. Um. Actually, though, trees are really our friends, and we should save them more because. Wow. Yeah. But like. Um. Wow, yeah, we just came to environmental sustainability without even talking about it. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Uh, wow. So do, I, What do you think about the new psychedelic movement? Okay, what is the new psychedelic? Fill me in. Fill yes. Me in. So, in the 1960s and 70s, yes. of course, there was the, the wave of psychedelics and new states of consciousness and opening your mind. And actually, Harvard was one of the sort of breeding grounds for that. Timothy Leary had this Harvard Psychedelic Club. Um, 
before there was all this regulation and before government was even really aware that these things were existing and people were doing these things. So it was, people were expanding sounds contrived, but they were uh, exploring these compounds and turns out like psilocybin, so magic mushrooms, that has been around for thousands of years. Um, and it's been in tribal societies and it, it actually wasn't until we explored these areas and, and learned about them that we started integrating them into our culture. But people have been using these compounds recently um, to see how it treats depression, how it treats people with terminal cancer, terminal illnesses, and they, they're doing studies lots of hospitals, Johns Hopkins. It's been actually very successful, yeah. Um, so there's actually a professor here, a visiting professor who wrote this book. Uh, it's How to Change Your Mind, Michael Pollan. And uh, he, he's written a lot of interesting things about our relationship with nature, the, you know, botany and things like that. But he wrote this book and, you know, he's a fairly prominent journalist. And so him coming out and writing this and sharing his experiences experimenting with these compounds uh, was definitely that's been feeding to the movement um, but I think as with a lot of others it, it's a new drug therapy that is going to be explored in the next 10, 20 years uh, it can really change the way that we approach mental health you know, SSRIs now are very popular very common um, these sort of over the counter substitutes but something like psilocybin or LSD and MDMA and all these other things uh, they're not medicative in the sense that you take it and you, for, and you you forget about the trauma like you come face to face with whatever fear or danger you have oh, wow. and then you recognize it you see it and it's like a window for you to move past it wow. and so they've done these studies with uh, people with addictions smoking and alcoholism and they found that after six months after having even just like I think a just a couple experiences in the four hour trips 85 or yeah 85 percent reduction in biologically wow. addictive behaviors and previous therapies have only been successful 30 percent of the time and this sure. was with a lot of people so this was a very large sample size um, you know people Thousands of people have reported it's the, in, in this one John Hopkins study, it's the most meaningful experience of their life, you know, next to the birth of their child or uh, a marriage. Um, and so, yeah, go ahead. I think that's totally valid. I haven't personally had a lot of experience with that. And I've heard, I've talked to friends who have. And they say similar things. They haven't used it in like a medicative purpose, but like I feel like the clothes first of all, I'm a big fan of like trying other methods and like expanding. I don't think like talk therapy alone is, you know. I'm also like a big fan of not labeling people. So like, um, it would make sense yeah. to me that there's unconscious stuff going on or that and they're sensitively structured or something rather than you need to be on medication because you're not well. So, like, something that would help them understand why they feel the way they do, you know, rather than... I feel like that makes absolute sense to me, you know? And if that comes from nature or whatever, like, yeah, they probably are feeling a certain way. And that experience in the right environment, you know what I mean, is probably super yeah. impactful. It's just... The reason why I, it, I, we took, I took the tangent was because I'm... Um, there's this guy, Terrence McKenna, who says that psilocybin, the magic mushroom, since it, it grows from the you know, from nature, that it's this is far out, but he thinks that it's a way for nature to communicate with, with us. Um, I buy that. And we talk about wisdom and trees and things like that. And across the board, everyone is always talking about how nature, when they're experiencing the altered state of consciousness, they're nature is all of a sudden is like wisdom yeah and then, well we live in an ecosystem man like so yes we live in an ecosystem define thoughts you know what i mean or when i say they have thoughts or whatever like thoughts are a very broad thing or feelings 
but like we all yeah. fit into each other like they do things for us we do things for them like that's the problem with cutting them down like we can't not exist together so the fact that there would be other ways that nature has reached out and like other things that have developed of mutual benefit I don't know that makes sense to me yeah we they are living things you know like it's just like we communicate in other ways maybe that's how they found a way to communicate with us I don't know you know and it's also maybe the their thoughts are the thoughts that we have when we open ourselves to viewing them so maybe they don't have thoughts but they have it's, it's almost like a mirror yeah I would actually be really interested in trying one of those like experiment things because that I just from friends saying that they had had certain experiences yeah. I'd wanted to I felt like that was almost important you know what I mean yeah. I don't know as these things the stigma behind them changes will change because it will I have no doubt in my mind yeah. that it, it just will based on just the positivity of the evidence and I mean, how the, early it is and how promising it looks. Yeah. Like, uh, the whole conversation with medicinal weed was like, I have so many friends who, like, you know what I mean? And people are going to use it whether they like, and now I'm just like ranting, but people are going to use it whether you like it or not. Like, would you rather have a teenager who's actually getting it in ways where you can't, you know, control what they're getting and they're using it in an unhealthy way, which is a lot of people like lean on it as a crutch on a daily basis, you know what I mean? Or would you rather like put that into a system and, you know, I don't know. No, you know. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> so through all these interviews, going back and pulling the quotes that I think could offer the most value to people on the Instagram page has forced me to listen to myself, which has been really weird because I'll hear, I'll say, um, I'll say, I don't know, or I'll say all these things that I was never consciously aware of <laughs> when I'm speaking to someone. And so when I, when I correct you, it's just because I no, know I have no, the same no, problem. No, I say, I, I don't know. I say, um, and even this conversation I've, when there's space, because our minds are gonna fill it, we say, um, uh, but I mean, like, it's nothing bad. Yeah. But I, it, trusting yourself, the big thing. Yep. Trusting your instincts. Yeah. Yeah. And and not feeling the need to. I, I think the anxiousness comes from. Well, the, the words and the ums and the ahs comes from the anxiousness, and the anxiousness comes from the thoughts, and, the, and then it's the beliefs. And yeah. so, no. But you seem grounded. You seem. What, I'm so I'm very surprised that you you're like nervous in any way because. Bro, I like. Sorry, I'm just like shocked because like I need to put this. I like I switched part time two weeks ago because that's how anxious things make me. Like. I'm just a really anxious person. I just, in the moment, it just, I think I'm so anxious that when things actually happen, I'm like super chill because at that point, yeah. I've used all my anxious energy. I don't know, but I'm like hella anxious. Like on the scale of one to 10, like it's like a nine. <laughs> like constantly. It never, I've just accepted that that's who I am. Like, um, I mean, which is okay. It's I don't totally, mind it. Yeah. Like, that's who I am. I'm okay with that. But, like, it just, it's interesting when people are like, you seem so calm. And I'm like, bro, what is happening here? <laughs> it throws me off. <laughs> are you an anxious person? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, see, I said it um again. But it's, it, that was just a pattern. Yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to be more aware of. But yes, I think when I'm walking to class, when anyone, when we're all walking to class, we're getting to our next thing. What is the content of our thoughts? What is the, con the content of my thoughts is usually, if, if I could externalize the voice in some ways, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dog. You know, it's like yeah. a. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like a um, a man who's just like gone wild, and it, the voice is in there. It's like that dude. Like he's he's just vocalizing. Yeah. The inner thoughts, bro. Yeah, the anxiousness. And so I'm trying to meditate more. Whatever that yeah. means, you know, meditate. Yeah. I think it just means sitting, not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love, love this. <laughs> I love this. Uh, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, he's just being him. I think, um... <laughs> I think... Okay, so... With, for me, anxious thoughts. Um, I have listened to them and that sounds crazy not all of them <laughs> they're not all you know but usually like the way I see it now because I was like a really anxious person growing up like like scarily anxious um it's like our bodies are trying to tell us something and like if we it's actually thank god that they are you know um like depression or like whatever it's like usually it's like letting you know that something's not balanced and it's not a bad thing like now when I have a friend who comes I'm not glad you're depressed but I'm glad that your like body is trying to tell you like I don't like what's going on like something needs to change you know like let's we have like there's a system within your within you that functions you know and like it's actually really important to listen so like if something is making you anxious it might not necessarily be that that thing is bad but like if you are feeling a certain way like you need to communicate with yourself and like sit with yourself and the biggest thing you can do and all those things therapy is so important you know all that stuff but like the biggest thing you can do is like give yourself space to like question what made me feel this way and what can I change and when you start making those life changes you know it will affect how you're feeling you know surrounding myself with music my depression stopped you know and I, I still had a lot of stuff but like it wasn't I don't think there's anything wrong with the person it's it's a sign you know so listen to it and um, if, if you're there's something it's trying to tell you something just like the trees are like there's all these systems um, it's not wrong. You're not wrong for being depressed. It's actually 100% the correct thing to happen for you as a person in that situation. You're not happy. That's like normal, you know? Uh, it's what's not normal is that you're in that situation, you know? And, and why you feel like you can't get out, you know? Like, that's the real conversation. Um, and that's why I think the mental health system, as blessed as it is, I think it's a very dangerous in the sense that it, it tends to be like depression is the problem and we're gonna give you a medicine to but like the symptom is of something else like that's not the problem like the symptom is telling you that there's a deeper issue that you need to resolve you can please medicate if it gets that bad to, to help yourself feel better but you need to figure out who you are and what it is that made you feel this way like that's you're not sick you know what I mean and if you need to say you're sick to get accommodation or if you need to yeah I get why disability services like I'm so I'm a fan but like why are we telling these people that they're the problem you know they're not the problem like that took me a long time to like recognize so big advocate of that that was extremely insightful thank you can we end on that yeah that was so good <laughs> yes Yes. Boom! It's dropped.